welcome to the Crone Zone. My name is Annie Conboy. I'm an intuitive medium and psychic and I hope to help you in this podcast to improve your ability to manifest your desires and dreams. I'm going to talk about manifesting and some of the things that get in the way, particularly the powerful pattern of lack that we often have inherited in our lives and which holds us back from being ready for all that we truly can receive. I want to start this um, uh, podcast (laughs) and I'm stuck for words, that's good, that's a good start. I want to start by um, talking a little bit about manifesting. This is uh, the belief that if we ask for something and we ask for it in the right way, that it will come to us, it will be delivered to us, uh, whatever it is that we are asking for. And this is not a new idea. Uh, It may seem like it is. Uh, Lots and lots of people talk about manifesting and there are lots of books you can read and self-help guides in order to manifest better things into your life. But it's actually something that goes back rather a long way. We've always sent out dreams and wishes. We've always had hopes for better things. And in fact, some of the religions um, are very good at teaching us to manifest for the afterlife rather than manifest for this life. But I want to focus on this life and I want to focus on what you can do to help yourself to get all that you require and everything that you desire. And to encourage you that once you start to be in the flow of manifesting your dreams, that you start to dream bigger. But it's not an easy track to get on. It's not a flow that comes naturally to most of us because we live in a world that is restricted very severely by lack. We focus on money as a form of energy rather than unconditional love all our emphasis and effort is on how much money we can accumulate or um, use to buy us what we want and I'm not against money (laughs) I live in a material world so I'm very comfortable with the idea that we trade things with one another money is just a sophisticated form of barter when you think about it But it's actually become a driver in uh, the energy in this world in that most of what we do is actually motivated by money. We're motivated by money in how we eat and what we can eat, what we can afford to eat. We're motivated by money in where we live. We're motivated by money in our occupation. Um, The whole point of the industrial revolution mindset, the nine to five-ish and the long hours and long hard work comes from the idea that by doing that, we'll get some money as a reward and then we can spend that money to put a roof over our head, food on the table and clothes on our backs. 
So it's a very strong energy, but it's an energy that comes with the emphasis on what you lack rather than what you have. It's very difficult to concentrate and work if you don't have food, shelter and clothing. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But instead of seeing that all of those things can flow to us, we now chase after those things as if they are the only thing to look at in life. That's why so many people who have so much are still fighting and striving to get more. It's like we've forgotten to have a satisfied point. We've forgotten to have, uh, I'm, I'm sufficiently provided for, I have enough. We, we stress and strive about the years ahead. And believe you me, when you get to my age, <laughs> you wonder what all that stress was actually about because none of it matters. That's the thing. When you realise that we're here for such a short period of time, not to focus on money, but to focus on love. And of course, the universe is trying to send us love. And love includes abundance. Love includes having everything gifted to you that you absolutely need, require, desire and could ever want. The universe will fill up your cup again and again and again if you let it. But because we feel like we haven't got enough, because we don't value ourselves and what we actually have, we carry on striving and that can spill over into any attempt to manifest what you want in this world. It can get in the way and it can hold you back from having the things that your spirit requires and desires. Your spirit knows what you need. Your spirit is very clear about love, forgiveness, gratitude and being of service. And yet we try and manifest against all of that. So in talking to you in this podcast, first of all, I want you to take an opportunity in your life journey to recognise where you feel lacking. You may say, well, I've got enough materially, I'm comfortably off. But still underneath, there's a nagging something making you feel like there's something missing, I haven't got enough. Maybe you put it down to not having enough love or not having enough family or friends or enough well-being. Whatever way you explain it, there is a pattern of lack. A pattern that will go back into your earliest memories and your earliest experiences as a child. Children feel. They don't think. We don't actually develop the capacity to think until we're seven, eight or nine. Everything is literal and is experienced as a black and white to a child through their feelings. And as we are also intuitive and have energy senses, those senses pick up on the energy of lack in others and we can end up taking it on board. Very much 
if you're addressing that pattern of lack, you have to go back to that childhood. And you have to start unpicking where you first decided you lacked something. Was it lack of love? Was it lack of comfort? Was it lack of attention? Was it lack of acknowledgement? Because lack translates into the feeling of fear. What's underpinning the pattern of lack is fearing that you haven't got enough. Feeling that you aren't worth anything because lack also strikes at our self-esteem and our confidence and nibbles away with the fear of not being good enough, not being able to do enough. It's always intriguing to me when I mentor people and I find that what's at the heart of it is a strong pattern of lack that's all about not loving themselves enough. And the child within is still seeking that love and attention, that comfort that that child felt it didn't experience when it was young. It drives us on this fear, this lack. And therefore, there's a frightened child inside trying to get everything and to deal with uh, not getting anything. It's, it's part of the reason that we don't look at our light side. We're very keen to, you know, hold off the light and the shadow side but when we start to look we usually look to the shadow side we don't look to the light side within us and we don't praise what's in our light side we we barely acknowledge it half the time that we've got skills and abilities that we're a beautiful person and i did a podcast on that um but what we've got to think about is uh, stepping back from this lack, recognising that it's driving us in fear to ask for things and to try to manifest in ways that don't suit us or in ways that aren't going to help us move forward positively. So in beginning the journey into manifesting, into going into the flow of abundance, the first thing we deal with is lack. And the way that we deal with that is to start to recognise what we already have. To start to appreciate that we have much more than we give ourselves credit for within us as well as externally. And to start to rein back all that active fear about what will happen in three years when this is due and five years when that is due and take a, a step back from trying to manage the future from the now. Pension planning, uh, paying mortgages off, big bills, uh, getting a new car, buying something uh, else, you know, if if we're going to use credit, get comfortable with that you will have to pay every month till it's paid off. That's just the flow. 
That's the way it goes. And that the universe will always give you exactly what you need every single day, but it won't necessarily give you the money beforehand. So if the bill's not due for another three months, don't stress about the bill yet. Just keep asking the universe for what you need in, in the day that you're in. I approached this by deciding to shift my headspace. And I started to actively work on, have I got enough for today? Especially since as a medium, I understand perfectly that we don't know how many more days we've got. Why should I stress about a bill I may never get to pay? So I started to think about what do I need every day? What, what, what is my reassuring figure to know that I will manage that day? And it boiled down to, did I have five pounds in my purse? If I had five pounds in my purse that day, I could feed myself and I could feed my daughter. And that was all that mattered. So I stopped thinking about the big picture in a way and went into thinking about the small picture, my daily picture. And if I felt like I had spent three of my five pounds, I would just ask the universe to top me up, send me the abundance to put my balance back in order. Now, it takes a little bit of time because then you start to recognise all those things of lack <laughs> that start to pop up and down. <laughs> things like, oh, is £5 enough? Oh, surely uh, that's never going to be enough. And, and talking myself out of my own abundance, really. But I stuck with it, stuck with this approach, reminding myself of what a lovely person had said to me, just expect the money to be in the bank by the time the bills come due. And that was hard. That was very hard to get used to, I, I know, because the lack push. Oh, but what if you don't have enough money? And some months I would go into that mindset of I won't have enough money. And guess what? The universe would make sure I didn't have enough money and I would have to juggle frantically. Eventually, I saw the pattern. I saw where lack was influencing me to look at things from the wrong way and to use the wrong language inside my head. I turned it around by saying, I expect it will be there when I need it. I started to use that more like an affirmation, saying it every day. The abundance will be there when I need it. Now, it had an impact, a positive impact, but maybe not quite as much as I expected because I was still riddled with lack, <laughs> the fear of lack. Um, the fear of lack of good health even was one of the ones that came in. And it's recognising how subtle and how deeply entrenched these lack patterns are uh, that starts to shift it. I didn't have confidence in my psychic art and the universe kept sending me things to remind me, look, you can do it. And I kept dipping out because I felt like I lacked 
maybe it was credibility maybe it was creativity um maybe it was that uh, that i wanted other people to approve because then it would be okay for me to receive because that's also another aspect of like allowing yourself to receive opening up and saying whatever it is that is for my highest good bring it on i'll accept it I'll work with it. I'll take that energy and I'll use it wisely to do the things that I want to do without fear of lack. Now that's a big statement and it took me quite a long time to unpick allowing myself to receive. Uh, allowing that there were beautiful energies, beautiful people, beautiful things, beautiful situations, beautiful experiences that were all mine to have if I wanted to. Because lack also keeps us in a sort of punishment cell. If we don't have enough, then we've got to work harder. If we don't work hard enough, then we won't have enough. Then it's our fault and we need to be punished because we've been bad or wrong in some way. And it can spiral out of control. You can lock yourself up into poverty because like fuels a poverty consciousness and you can create your own poverty because like is driving the fear and all the energy that you're sending out to manifest is full of fear, not full of love. Manifesting happens when you love yourself enough to receive everything and anything the universe sends you because it'll be sending it to you for the right reasons it knows better than you what you need what you require what you desire and that was another thing that I had to tackle was the idea of need and want I had been trying to manifest using those words I need this I want that and actually they are part of the lack mentality need is tied in with oh my god I haven't got what I want and want is tied in with there's not enough there's not enough I, I want more I must have more it's all stemming from the energy of that lack situation that lack pattern so I started to use require and desire what I do require is I require plentiful supply of food, a roof of a good, nice roof over my head. I need clothing that I like that will keep me comfortable. Um, I need uh, to remove the need. Yeah, I require <laughs> that I take that word out of my vocabulary. And you can understand, you can see, even with me talking to you, how, how it still pops up. How those words get into it and they imply that something is wrong if I don't have what I'm requiring or requesting. I started to make my manifesting requests, asking uh, for things if it was for my highest good. I require a car for if it's for my highest good, please could I have 
a really good, reliable car. Not putting the barrier up of neediness because that implies I feel like I don't deserve. And that's another thing that came into requiring desire was to remove the idea that I have to be worthy or deserving. I have to have done X million good acts in order to get a decent car. It's not like that. The universe wants to send me the best car it can give me at this time. If I'm restricting it by saying I can only have it if I'm worth it, it's never going to come in. And I started to recognise that the energy of manifesting is, a, is necessarily got to have the right spin. I have to ask with the right connections of energy, not the fear, but going into the excitement, the joy, the happiness and um, starting to uh, use the idea of having the feeling rather than the object so, for instance, um, in, an, in a national lottery, um, people often restrict themselves because they get a ticket, but they go, oh, I know I won't win. That, that's lack. That's an idea that you don't deserve something. Um, it's far better to get a, a, a ticket or get a, a, a lottery and put that out there and say I would love to have the energy of some kind of win I don't mind what what wins send me what's appropriate for me at this time um, but I want the joy and the excitement of uh, winning I, w I want the delight of being able to say wow yes I've got that feeling and it may be that that feeling comes with something totally different. Um, I treated myself to a new vacuum cleaner because I decided the, the other one wasn't coping very well. And I was so excited that the universe had given me sufficient to order the best vacuum I could get. So I did. And when it arrived, I was like a child with a beautiful new toy playing, excited, happy, joyous, and saying to the universe, thank you, can I have some more? Can I have some more of this feeling, some more of this joy? Can I have the excitement? Because that energizes the wishes and dreams so much that the universe says, right, okay, you can have what you want. And that's the truth, you can have what you want. You have to step into being able to receive and being able to let go. Because of lack, we hang on. When we get some good fortune, we try to hang on to it as long as we possibly can. We, we say, oh, I'm going to do this with it and that with it. And then we get all sorts of guilty feelings of if we do anything with it. Um, and then we try and hoard it and we try and make sure that, you know, we, we never lose it and all of those are from lack manifesting giving and receiving is a is a flaw the universe wants to give if we'll receive 
And if we receive, we can share that energy, that joy. We can gift it onwards. We can do so much good with whatever we require and desire because the first thing we'll be doing is putting positive energy out because we've got what we wanted. And there's that word creeping in again. We got what we required or desired. So if you are going to use the energy of manifesting, if you are going to make a bid to ask the universe for exactly what will be for your highest good, the way you'll make it work best is to be ready to share the flow, to spread that joyful feeling around to inspire others to manifest for themselves whatever they require or desire I also pick my time I do manifest in the day some days I'll say oh I could just do a, with this or that I might say I could just do with a chat with and, and it will ping up and it will happen but the bigger manifesting comes when I chunk it up into steps, into bits. If I look at my big dream and say, well, okay, to get that big dream, I need these bits. Just like getting a rocket on the moon is the big dream, but you need all the bits to build the rocket and you need people to invent the bits or design the bits or make the bits until it's all complete and you've done all the testing steps and then you can launch your rocket to the moon. So whatever you're trying to bring into your life, give the universe a hand by making it small steps, making little bits. You know, I love my art. So I've asked the universe to manifest the flow of abundance for me to paint. That's step one. Then I've manifested opportunities for me to ex exhibit my paintings and to have places to put my paintings for sale. That's step two. Selling my art is step three and asking the universe to connect me with the right buyers who will enjoy and get that lottery feeling from my paintings for themselves. That happens. I do sell paintings and they go to the right people who have that lottery joy. So remembering that there is always a timing issue, so to speak. One of the things I like to do, if I've got a bigger dream or if I'm taking steps towards a bigger dream, is to manifest on a new moon and a full moon. Because the energy that's alive, the energy that's flowing at those times is a beautiful divine feminine energy full of creativity which will uh, um, energise my wishes, put them in a divine feminine flow and build them up with this beautiful creative energy. And then I let them go because that's the final bit of manifesting and dealing with lack it's about letting go letting go of your fear letting go of that pattern of lack 
letting go of worrying about the outcome. I don't worry if the money will be in the bank. It just is. <laughs> if I did, it would call back and cancel out all that joy that I'd put into it. And I don't want to do that because I want to stay in the flow of manifesting. I'm happy that the universe sends me whatever it feels I need. I'm happy that it allows me to pass on the joy I feel to other people. So it's important to me to keep the manifesting flow going because I want the abundant flow. So I resist the temptation to go back into lack. It's still there in my shadow side. It's an energy in the world that we have to deal with and that we come up against every day. But as best I can, I focus on the lightness of manifesting, the ease and grace of manifesting, the joy that it brings. Because in the end, that's what I want to experience. So whether you manifest at new moon or full moon, whether you send out your wishes every day, every three days, every year, it doesn't matter. Do it in the right energy. Do it in the energy that's best for it to manifest back to you. Dreams do come true. Miraculously. If you let the universe take charge of flowing to you everything that you require and desire. Mm -hmm.